Bible, you can turn to Psalm 124. I know your, Bi- your Bibles are well creased there in the, in the section of the Psalms, but uh, I have really been blessed by this one as I have by so many others, and we'll, we'll pray it together in a minute, but this is what I was thinking this week. It's a hazardous thing to follow Jesus. It's a hazardous. Um, he encourages us to count the cost of what it is to follow him. But as we follow, we realize that Jesus, the life that Jesus has for us isn't what we expected, oftentimes, right? Um, despite that, I still believe this life is worth giving everything up for. But like when you first meet Jesus, it's like, awesome, you feel grace and all this hope. And as you go through a life of obedience and obedience to Jesus, you realize that it's costly. You realize that it costs something, that you realize that sometimes your friends and family don't understand what you're doing. And and they're like, why are you following Jesus? And they're trying to take away your faith that you have in Christ or your friends don't agree with you because of uh, X, Y, and Z, you can name about 150 different things uh, that friends couldn't agree with. Most of it has to do with the church. I, I would be willing to bet that not much of it has to do with the actual Christ as he actually existed. But obedience to Jesus comes at a cost. It's, it's, it's a hazardous thing. Um, it, 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 but it's a cost that's always worth the price of admission. As you walk with him, you, you can see this time and time again. And this is a, this is a prayer of David. It's a prayer for those who are going to go up and see and celebrate the Lord. It's a prayer of people going and wandering to go see uh, Jesus in worship. I mean, it's a prayer of a people who are living in tents, who are not home, and they're wanderers or pilgrims, and a people who knew that um, there could be danger in the next mile as they were just traveling the road. In fact, these roads that many of them would have been traveling to a ceremony called the Feast of the Booths, which is where the Psalms of Ascent would have been sung, um, there's, there's stories written about robbers hiding in the hills. There's stories told about lions, and I'm assuming they're mountain lions, I don't know, uh, I'm not very good with animals and where they're located other than the zoo. So um, uh, it might be lions or bears coming out of the hills to devour people along these trails that people are walking. You know what? Even though they knew danger could be in the next mile, what did they do? They pressed on. They pressed on. They still went that mile. Uh, people who knew that they could be robbed and yet they knew that worship lies ahead and that was worth it. That worship lies ahead, and I'm just going to keep doing it. The travels, the travels and, and facing the travails are in the way. They're a part of worship, to be honest. It, like I said, it's hazardous to follow Jesus. And this, there, there's, a, I think, a, a great cost. There's troubles, right? There's troubles. I, I mean, I, I don't know how many of this is true for you, but like uh, Mo, when she was she became a Christian, like her parents didn't like it very much. Massive family troubles for her just to say, hey, I'm following Jesus. There's temptations, right, to just walk away from Jesus because of whatever reason. There's, there's trials that we go through. There's mockery that we endure and slander. And even in some parts of the world, there's still death just for saying, I love Jesus. And yet we still get to follow him. Our lives 
all of it, all of it, the totality of our lives are for following Jesus. And I have a quote on this on a board above my desk, and it's kind of a motto for this year for me, and I've shared it with some of you, but I think it's highly appropriate given uh, that we're in the Psalms of Ascent, and I never even really realized it because at the time we were in, at the time it kind of came to me, we were in Advent, and I, I'm just, I have one thing on my mind at a time, I don't have compartmentalized uh, stuff, and, and it was a quote from Oz Guinness, it says, listen to the commanding invitation of Jesus that is both a call and a charge. Follow me. Follow me. And we, as Christians, as those who want to uh, uh, be Christians and, and believe in Jesus, we are to follow Jesus. That is what these prayers, the Psalms are sent, are made for. And we can see from the Psalm that we're about to pray together that we are in trouble. That's just the plain truth of it. We are in trouble. He doesn't put us in trouble because he is the rescuer of, of all. Jesus rescues us. And it's dangerous to follow Jesus. It's costly. However, anything that we give up or have taken from us, whether we realize we needed it or he repl- either we realize we didn't need it and we're better off without it, or he replaces it with something more lovely like his grace and his hope and his peace. The beauty of grace outshines whatever it is that we're holding on to. Amen? Amen. So if you guys would stand with me and we're going to pray this together, you're going to pray the bold. I'm going to clarify. I'm going to start with a song of ascent of David and then you guys will go from there. A song of ascent of David. If it had not been the Lord who was on our side, let Israel now say, if it had not been the Lord who was on our side when people rose up against us, then they would have swallowed us up alive when their anger was kindled against us. Then the flood would have swept us away. The torrent would have gone over us. Then over us, then over us would have gone the raging waters. Blessed be the Lord We have escaped like a bird from the snare of the fowlers. The snake is broken, or the snare is broken, and we have escaped. Our help is in the name of the Lord who made the heavens and earth. You guys may be seated. Have you ever wondered what it would be like if God wasn't for us? We have all this pain and trouble and trials and all this stuff. Can you imagine or if God wasn't for us. Have you ever thought about that? Like, we'll, we'll never get like a perfect picture of the, of the what if, but we can imagine, and I, I imagine like, I'm pretty grateful that he's with me because as much as we've gone through, like the hope never disappears, right? The faith, the faith is still there. Like love is still in my life. And this prayer is a, if this than that type of prayer. If you weren't for us, God, if you weren't for us, if you weren't on our side, then we'd be beat by our enemies. They would swallow us up alive. It's kind of some uh, like Star Wars-esque imagery, isn't it? Like just swallow us up alive. 
If we are near water, it would, be, uh, it would have come in and destroyed our lives, not like a safe pond or anything like that. It's not safe. A couple commentators say that the, this, they translate these verses like, uh, like it's like a dragon. Like a dragon comes out and eats us, gobbles us up. Or like a sea monster is out there and just devours us. Either of those creatures is scary enough, if, if you have the imagination, right? If you can just believe that they're real for a moment. And the New Testament, though, says that Satan comes to what? Steal, to kill, and destroy us. This is what he wants to do to our faith. This is what he wants to do to our hope. This is what he wants to do to our loves. He wants to crush them. He just wants to get rid of them so that we can no longer live in the peace of that. And apparently, life, according to this prayer, apparently, life without God is not great. Life without God is not great. But even though, it's, even though it may not be great and we can't see it, we walk with Jesus. And, and walking with Jesus isn't always easy either. But that doesn't mean that he's not there. Even though it's difficult that sometimes he is there, he is our help. And we, but when we get in trouble, whether this is trouble of our own making or just someone bringing it on us, heaping it on us, trouble lies ahead as we follow Jesus. I think one of the coolest things I ever heard, like uh, before I started preaching, someone said this in a sermon. I was like, oh. Gives me a firm footing. Okay, like there's trouble ahead, but I can trust in him. I can still trust Jesus because this Christian life is hazardous. It comes with its inherently difficult things in all that we say or do. And when I say hazardous, I'm not hazardous. I'm not just talking about life. I'm talking about the life of the soul, right? People do us dirty. They do Christians dirty all the time. And then sometimes they attack us personally We can see that in this world that there are unjust systems, right? We can see that people and commercials lie to us. We can see this all the time, that we place our hopes in some of the wrong things at the wrong times, forgetting that they are not our object of worship, but rather the one who gives it is. There is plenty of times when our soul is at risk of things like doubt, when, when there are times when our faith is in absolute jeopardy, there are times when we leave Jesus trying to figure out our own way. Maybe we go ahead of him or we're just, he like went on and we're like, nah, I'm just going to chill here for a minute. Like, like somehow we know better than Jesus. There are times that we do this. And yet, we need our faith to be intact to make this journey that he has for us. We need our hopes. If we're going to make it, we need hope. Amen? Like, we need hope to carry on for what's next. And we need to have the ability to love and be loved and allow love to overcome all the wrongs that are done. And if we're walking with Jesus, we don't want the enemy to win. Amen? Like, we just don't want him to. We want Jesus to win so... We follow him at all cost. And it will cost even as we walk with him. Even if he wasn't with us though, it would be much worse because we could lose our faith. 
We could lose our hope. We could use, lose our love. And not only that, like we could lose our hero in this drama of life. And we, don't, we just don't want to do that. And I, I love that this, the way that this psalm puts it, we can see that God is far more active in our lives than we can imagine. Far more active. And if this world, not only that, but this world is far more violent than we can imagine. We need his protection and his grace throughout all of it. And this is the beautiful thing that this shows us, this prayer shows us, that God is for us. Amen? Amen, Casey? God is for us. Our lives can be lived. I'm just calling people out when they walk in late today, so it's just, it's just the way it's going to go. So it's my ploy to get people to show up on time. No, it's awesome. And God is for us. Amen? Amen, Casey. What is on time? Yeah. That is, we don't have that kind of time. So. No, but we need, uh, uh, let me see where I was here. Good thing I write this down. God is for us. Yes, he is. Amen. No, that's where you were. I know. So he, there, it's right there. Our lives can be lived in his freedom because of what Jesus has done for us. Right? Like we get to live a life of freedom because of Jesus. We can have freedom to just walk with Him, to follow Him in all that we do. And it's all about His grace in our lives. Unearned, unmerited favor from Jesus. So let's keep walking this out with our hero, Jesus. And we know that all the troubles that Jesus. Uh, we, we'll not that we know. We'll never know all the troubles that Jesus keeps us from along the way. All of them, all the unseen ones, but He does keep us from many that we do know. But He rarely tells us the the how or the why. But we are constantly reminded that Jesus is our help. Our our lives. I'm talking about all of our lives are a witness to that. Are a witness to that. That, um, uh, man, I am losing my spot. We witness to one another the goodness and the sustaining power of Jesus in each other, don't we? Through you, and each and every one of you, maybe especially you, Hadassah, because you're so close to my heart, right? Though I, I can see through you and because of you, I can see that God is good. I mean this. I see God's goodness because of you guys. That he is faithful. That he is just. That he is loving. And I pray that you may be able to see that from me. And we reflect Jesus to one another and encourage one another sometimes without even knowing it along this hazardous road that we all get to walk. And I pray that we keep living it. So we have a sustaining prayer here, right? I pray that we keep repping Jesus with our lives. We just walk with Him. That we get to pay attention to what Jesus is doing in our lives. And then be a witness to what He's doing in the lives around us. Sometimes it's easier to see the lives around you and that's why they're there in part. But God is working in more ways than we know. And we get to pay attention to, even if we can't see them all, we get to see some of the workings. And there are works aplenty working in our lives and in this room right now that are incredible. 
that are incredible and will help us in our road of faith. And our whys and our hows and even our wins might go unanswered sometimes, right? It's just the way it works. But you know, the who is answered and the who is Jesus, always. The who is answered and it's Jesus. He is our protector, our hero, our savior, or even for some, like Noel says, Jesus is my boyfriend. Like that idea. He is our protection. So you know what we do? We travel with him. Following him because that means we are with him for this dangerous journey of faith. And you see, what I think what happens in our day and age, and especially in, in our culture, is that we invent ways to describe something other than grace. Other than grace. So we have, and there are good things in our lives, right? There, there are good things in our lives, but when all of life, every breath that God gives us, every moment that we have on here, on this earth, is grace. And yet we'll, we'll come up with explanations on how God God works, and sometimes we'll say it's not even how God works. We'll just say it's whatever it is. Like we can say things like science, medicine. I, I think data points. People are like, well, this and this and this. If this measures up, then this is the the trajectory that we are to go. Some of us can just rely on hard work, or maybe wisdom, right? To not do some of the foolish things that other people have done, or education, or money, or et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. We can go on and on about the some things that we try and explain it, but all these things, science, medicine, data points, hard work, wisdom, education, and money, all of these things have been used to show that God is at work in our lives, that it's his grace that sustains these things. Instead of pointing to those things, we get to point beyond them to the giver of this grace. And all the things that we get to use are gifts from God and get to be recognized as such. I think we need to pay attention to that as well. At the, end of the, at the end of it all, always and forever, is Jesus. And we say, if God had not been on our side. But you know what? He is. He warned, it, it, we've been warned. There will be hard times. Difficult times maybe right now. Maybe difficult times to come. But we get to work to make Jesus the center of all we do. All our work and our wisdom and our grace shows us how blessed we are. And even like the science and the medicine, such amazing gifts. My daughter would not be alive today if it were not for these things. They're amazing gifts that point to how great God is. Not how great any of that other stuff is. And even though God may be using these things, it's his blessing, it's his blessings that are permeating throughout our lives. If it had not been the Lord who was on our side. And I love like one commentator as I was reading it, I could hear him say, let the people sing out. If it had not been the Lord who was on our side, he is for his glory in and through our lives. This is our God, and this is why we sing. This is why we get to the part, bless the Lord. He has not handed us over. We've escaped more than we can know or fathom by the power and the work of Jesus in our lives. And this shows us, as one commentator put it, God can be relied on unconditionally. Because as the Creator, He possesses all the power in heaven and on earth. Amen? 
We sing praise because it is the most honest thing we can do. As we look at our lives and the lives of others around us, we can see Him at work, but it's His work, so He gets the praise. This is, this is honesty in its root form. It's not about us. It's about Him in all that we say and do. He is our great God and our protector. He is our strength and sustainer. We bless the Lord because what else can we do when we see His works? Honesty and humility must say all of this is from grace. All of this is from grace. Everything we have, everything materially, but also everything we have mentally and spiritually and physically and financially and all the other lees that there are in this world, all of it is grace. We get to lean on his strength because we know if we don't, we're leaning on a lesser, lesser power. This prayer of a traveler is a reminder prayer, amen? It reminds us of so many good things. It's a centering prayer. It's the prayer of honesty and humility. And you know what? It's our prayer. Blessed be the name of the Lord. He is our help. We heap and bestow praise on none other but the name of Jesus. And honestly, it shouldn't surprise us that as we follow Jesus, there are some hazards, the little picture that we have in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John of Jesus' life is chock full of hazards. People dis disowning him. People walking away from him. People going like, how can he do that? Isn't he just a carpenter? Or the carpenter's son? Like, we've known Jesus. Like, where does this come from? And Jesus then, at the end of his life, he walked towards his accusers to meet them face to face. He didn't run away. And you know what we do? We get to follow. He walked towards the cross. You know why? Because it's full of grace. And we get to follow. And as we follow, it doesn't always lead us out of trouble, but it does lead us to troubles that will work out for God's glory. Because that's what the cross did. Jesus worked out God's glory by going to the cross, dying on the cross, His pierced hands and feet sword thrust into his side, pain beyond imagination. And in this, he never lost his faith. He never lost his hope. He never lost his love. It was dark. It was hard. I'm not saying he didn't feel abandoned. He just didn't lose his faith. And it was difficult, but you know what he did? He went through with it. At any moment, he could have called down a legion of angels, and he didn't. He went through with it. And what Satan meant for Jesus' demise, right, only served for God's ultimate glory. That Jesus was buried and all was quiet. I wonder if Satan, like, I think of like in Lion, Witch, in the Wardrobe when the witch kills Aslan and she's kind of like, yeah, let's go to war. And she's just bloodthirsty and really excited. I wonder if that's what Satan was like. Because all the evil maybe in this world thought that they won, that Jesus is dead, and yet, on the third day, Jesus burst out of the grave. Amen? Like, it's amazing that this happened. He burst out of the grave, he defied all odds, and rose from the dead. Satan can try to take, but he has his limits. Because Jesus, and Jesus, and his grace, there are no limits to his grace, and his love, and his mercy that he'll bestow on us. And all of it 
is grace. And if it had not been Jesus on our side, let us all now say, if it had not been Jesus on our side, you know what? He is. He is on our side. He is our all in all. And we get to follow him through the good times, through the low times. We get to follow him. He is our help. Our help is in the name of the Lord, the name of the Lord Jesus, and on nothing else. He is the maker and sustainer of this earth, so let us sing praise to him. And I'm going to end this way. On this hazardous journey of faith that we are all traveling on with Jesus, let us listen to the commanding invitation of Jesus that is both a charge and a call. Follow me. Jesus, will you give us the strength to follow you? In Jesus' name, amen.